I think I ran for about another 50, 100 metres in this, like, deliriously happy state with, like, a massive smile beaming on my face. And then I just stopped. Like, I just stopped and I cried. You've just heard Charlotte Gill, founder of PB, bravely opening up about a run that she'll never forget. A run where as the sweat dripped, so did the tears. You're listening to Welfare Daily with me, Amy Lane. And so coming up is Charlotte's story of running after miscarriage. And it's full of raw emotion and sadly, it's very relatable. So if you've been affected by baby loss, which you might have been, as more than one in five pregnancies end in miscarriage, then please take care when listening to the show. In fact, in the show notes, you'll find links to helpful resources if you need some support. So, Charlotte's run. She's about to take us back to the day when running became her outlet for grief. On that run, putting one foot in front of the other helped her release. It helped her process and it helped her be. What's truly inspiring is how this run helped her make sense of her trauma. Let me hand over to Charlotte for her experience of lacing up for emotional wellness. Hi, I'm Charlotte Gill. I'm the founder of PB, a performance sports bra brand. So in May last year, I had silent miscarriage. This means my body didn't show any signs of miscarriage. And so we went confidently into our 12-week scan, only to be told I had actually miscarried at between five and six weeks. I then had to go through the quite emotional and physical turmoil of a managed medical miscarriage, which worked a bit too well, and I lost too much blood, ending up in A&E, and then subsequently emergency surgery to have the rest of the pregnancy removed. It's all fairly traumatic. The biggest challenge I faced in recovering from the miscarriage was the fact that I was so woefully underprepared for it, and so I think I'd been slightly traumatised by the whole event. And when I say recovering from the miscarriage, I think I was so woefully underprepared for pregnancy as well. So anything from assuming the scan would be fine to being told a medical miscarriage would be like a heavy period. I felt like half my insides were falling out, so quite unlike any period in history, I'd say. When I got home from the hospital, all I wanted to do was to take back control of my body, feel like me again. I'm a keen runner, and so I knew this was the way I could take control of my body and my mind. At the time, my husband was in the army, so we lived on the army estate around the corner from Richmond Park in Kingston. Um, Early morning runs in Richmond Park were my sanctuary. A few times a week, I'd enjoy a run in our quiet corner just between Kingston and Hamgate. So when I set off for my run that day... I was equal parts apprehensive, determined and excited. Like, this run was for me, my body, my mind. I was on my own, so there would be no one else there to motivate me. This has also taken me a few weeks, I think it was about three weeks after the surgery, to feel physically fit again to run. So I was absolutely gagging to get out for a run by this point. I think to anyone else, it would have looked like I was off for my normal morning run. As I jogged up to the park, school runs and commuting were in full swing. I'm usually quite a nosy parker and I really enjoy watching people as they run by, just wondering like, oh, where are they off to? But I genuinely couldn't focus on any of that. It was sunny weather and it was all about me that morning, mainly just trying to focus on catching my breath. 
As I turned into Richmond Park, I felt this like utter rush of calm come over me. I like sounds so corny, but I like I'd reached my sanctuary. I was plodding along, surrounded by nature, is one of my favourite feelings. Despite having lived in London for over ten years, I felt a glimmer of myself coming back. But my God, was I out of practice running. There is a small hill, or some people might call it a slope, up to the park from where we lived, and it had my lungs burning. So I told myself I could stop up to three times on the run to recharge. It's quite a short run. It's usually about a 20-minute run. I think that took me about half an hour that day. I had to be realistic and remember that my body had just taken such a brutal hit over the sort of preceding three weeks. And after a little rest, I carried on through the amazingly beautiful speckled sun and shade beneath the large trees that, you know, it's crazy to think they've stood there for hundreds of years and seen so many runners run past them, dog walkers, etc. But it just felt so good to be moving at pace. When I'm running, I'm either racing through thoughts or completely zoned out. Today was a complete mix, though. For the most part, zoned out, enjoying the nature and the good weather. As I rounded this corner like midway, I hit my stride. All of a sudden, I felt completely overwhelmed with emotion. I think I ran for about another 50, 100 metres and it's like deliriously happy state with like a massive smile beaming on my face. And then I just stopped, like... I just stopped and I cried. I think immediately at the time, I was like, why are you crying? Come on, get a grip. But, uh, you know, as I look back, I think I was just so proud of myself for being a resilient old bean. You know, whilst I may not have grown a baby this time, there were so many things in my life that I had grown, like a business, friendships, a loving relationship with my husband, a community where we lived. Like, all of those have such value in life. It was just this one event that had really sort of have been a real blip, let's call it. You know, women have to deal with so much on top of sort of everyday life, in inverted commas, thanks to our hormones. They can be an utter marvel at growing new life, but equally they can be little terrors on our bodies and minds. So picking myself back up after my second stop, I was in the home straight of the park before heading out of the handgate. And then as I run, I run back along the outside wall of the park alongside Ham Common. There's a small little back road that I was running along. It's super calming. I just plugged away. I was really chuffed at myself for making this far. And I was, as I was just jogging in the sunny weather, before I realised it, I was back at the cut through to our house. Like, I'd actually done it. I'd made it two stops, not three, as I'd allowed myself. And it felt so, so good. I think it was about 7.30am when I got back and I just sat on the bench outside of our front door. I kicked off my trainers, smiling, like I was buzzing. The endorphin rush was mega, my confidence was pounding. I was proud of myself that I got up and out of the house and in doing so gained a little bit of control back for me. I think for me it was a great lesson that exercise and running in particular like, is and will always be a core part of life for me. Even on the hardest days, I always feel better for it. And it was also the start of my journey to recovery and feeling me again. I mean, don't get me wrong, it also took talking therapy to fully move on from the miscarriage trauma. But running is my space, it's my time, and I have a great time doing it. Wow. Charlotte Cher has given me all the feels. I've always known how powerful running can be, as it's helped bolster my emotional health many times. But to hear Charlotte's take on how running helped her navigate the world of loss really stopped me in my tracks. 
Her account of how running helped her release her emotions that her body was clinging on to so tightly is a really good example of how transformative exercise can be for our emotional health. We always talk about the physical benefits, but there are so many emotional benefits out there to be had. So thank you, Charlotte. If you're listening and you want to connect with Charlotte or find out more about her brand PB, then please head to the show notes. PB is such a great new business for women as they're making brilliant strides in the world of women's fitness kit and Charlotte has such great values. So head to the show notes where you can find the link to click on over. And today's show rounds off our week here on Welfare Daily. So thank you for subscribing and listening to on your podcast platform. If you're listening via the wellness playlist on Spotify, hi, welcome and thank you. I'll be back next week with more shows. Until then, I'm Amy Lane and you've been listening to Welfare Daily. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.